Folks, what's going on? Arm and Hammer here, and the following is an interview that I had with the one and only Hunter McIntyre. Now, Hunter and his wonderful curly mullet mane are creating this online competition called OCR Stars, which is kind of built for scaling out something like the CrossFit Open, but more focused into the OCR world. So two of the events are just pure running tests that are going to be measured through Strava. The other two events are sort of gym events, but not so much with like the really dynamic and aggressive high skill gymnastics or heavy barbells, more like a couple of dumbbells and really, really gritty workouts. Either way, the whole conversation is a lot of fun. Love that guy. He's hilarious. We have a good time. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you want to support, you can find OCR Stars just about everywhere on their website, on his Instagram, on their Instagram, all over the place. I hope you guys check it out. Hope you guys enjoy. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. So when it first started, when I got into candles a little bit younger, like it just because I have these like glam, like extremely bright overhead lights. I was like, that's just not, that's not cool at all. So I was like, I'm gonna light a candle, set the mood a little bit, just the right amount of light. And then all of a sudden the fire hit and all of our power went out. So then I had to like become this like creepy man of like all these like cauldrons of light and I had way too many. And I, then I went over bearing with it. I went too far. Right. And now I'm bringing it back to a subtle balsam citrus individual. Wow. Okay. Too, you can go too far with candles. Yeah, I believe so. I believe you're right. I think there is a situation in which you can go too far with candles, but it doesn't sound like you're there. It sounds like you might've been there at one point, but it doesn't sound like you're there right now, dude. I brushed up against it and I brought it back. Unlike, kind of guy. unlike your hair. You brushed up against greatness and you thought, you know what? I'm going to lean deep into this. I just got it trimmed up yesterday and it was, it was awesome. I mean, listen, I caught it. I got it tight on the sides this time. I had this girl put in a special shampoo. So literally, you know, those like pictures of like alpacas, like they just look absolutely absurd. I'm identical to an alpaca. I'm like an offset generation of an alpaca. You're, uh, is this, is this like a thank you to me? I appreciate it. Uh, but is this a thank you to me? The you know, rock and the mullet, like you're doing a, like a full two calendar years of mullet as a thank you to me. hundred percent. I, I just, I'm not going to lie. At first, it was this brilliant idea to just invade uh, a culture of, of people who work out too much with a mullet. And now it's just the point where it's like the power that I have on top of my head is just far too great to give up. So now I'm holding on to it. But a lot of this is homage to you. Samson curls, dude. It's strong. Yeah, right, dude. What have you been doing? How's that heat treating you? It sucks. It's really, really hot. Why are you drinking directly out of a blender? <laughs> you don't have cups? You don't have glasses? I didn't have time. Every once in a while, I make these like protein lattes, what I call them. Is that you what that is? A, you just take a, you basically just take a scoop of protein and then instant coffee and put it in the blender and blend it up. And it's called a protein shake, it's bro, you know, bake a bro latte. And it's, it's delicious. And I'm high as a kite right now. I, I used to do brote meal, which was oatmeal with uh, vanilla protein, vanilla whey protein mixed. I guess you could do chocolate too, but I do whey protein with my oatmeal. That was pretty delicious. Uh, 100% the fastest way to get gains. 
well, I I mean, maybe the it was the thousand calorie peanut butter and jelly sandwiches I was having every night was also a good way to have gains. But oh man, are we going serious business right now, or do you just rip one? No, I load a candle because I was like, we're about to get into some deep conversation. We better set the mood. All right, we're setting the mood. Um, <laughs> when you say serious gains, do you mean gains around the belly or gains around like the chest and bicep area? I, the dude, the most jacked slash leanest I've been. I was eating so much peanut butter and jelly. I was having like two massive PB and J sandwiches a day because I was doing uh, I was doing Ironman training and like powerlifting slash CrossFit and jujitsu like for almost a year, and it was redonkulous. But it just took a lot of training time, and I I don't know if I I don't know if I I don't know if I can go back to that. Not for a while. People don't get it, man. You actually can get leaner and your muscles will grow faster at the same time if you eat the right amount of calories. Like, I, you sound like you had too much burden in your life. I could take a little bit of ease into your life by just letting you go into the frozen section and buying Uncrustables, which is just the manliest sandwich in the world. I've already had two today. They're pretty delicious. You've had two. Oh, so you're also a PB&J guy. Dude, I'm an Uncrustables guy. <laughs> Is that is that like uh, is that the Everest of uh, sponsorships? If you can actually pull an uncrustable sponsorship, is that I it? I guarantee, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be your boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just I can imagine you showing up with like an uncrustable. What's the company that even owns it? I don't care. Uncrustables like T-shirt. No, yeah, I would show up an Uncrustables t-shirt and I'd be passing them out to everybody. Custom Basically shoes. Like one, of, one of those scenes of like someone in like the hood throwing turkeys out to families that need help. They'll be your boy giving Uncrustables. You'll be like, you know, you'll do your post, post-event post interview. You'll be like, I want to thank my friends, peanut butter and jelly. Oh. <laughs> like rip open a box of Uncrustables. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unfair. Like, you know, these guys in the post-fight interviews always have, like, a can of Monster or Gatorade next to them. Yeah. We both know that those guys aren't drinking those products. They're all eating Uncrustables, though. Tell me That's one pro there. athlete who has not had a PB&J and then ingested, like, five afterwards immediately to get that awesome, awesome, bountiful gains. Yeah, the bountiful gains of peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Dude, okay, you're wearing your BPN shirt. Shout out, yeah. Nick Bear. Uh which, up, is that a knife? What is going on right now? This is this is this is my office, man. I use this to open up letters. <laughs> He's got a knife. Uh, I. It sounds like we're getting some sort of a delivery right now. The dogs are losing their mind. It's about time that uh, Amazon drops by every afternoon this this time of day. Uh, so. Oh, my wife is home. Hey, Kate. Yeah, I'm recording right now. No, you're good. Uh, so uh, the BPN thing reminds me of Adam Clink. Oh, yeah, uh, that was bad. Dude, 500-pound squat sub five-minute mile? Sick. Isn't that crazy? That is very thick. There's actually Tommy Hackenbrook was very close to that. There's a few other people who I know are really close to that. I watched Sam Dancer post about it right now. That guy's been going at that for like a year and a half. Sam? 
or Adam? No, Adam. Oh yeah. Yeah. Adam was like, uh, he was telling me he's done both of those at one point or another, but never like close to each other. Like he had run, he was a fast runner before, like before he started getting to CrossFit and he, he had like a really heavy squat, uh, after crossing for a long time. And, uh, he said it, it, he tried like two years ago and failed and it like hurt him. Like he, he like, he had like plantar fasciitis or something from it and it like messed his foot up. And yeah. He uh he took him another like three months this time to to train for it and make it happen. He was like he was saying he didn't have another he didn't have any more training in him like in any another week or two of training and he would have been physically beat to the point where he couldn't do it. I think these at home like challenges are almost harder than competing because you're only competing against yourself. Like that Murph experience for me. It was just extreme training day after day after day after day after day. And I'm sure for him too. And you're not really going up against anybody. Like it just, and you just, I, I overtrained myself. He may have overtrained himself in the process too, because like you just want to get to it so badly. Your only person that can get between you and success is just you. So it ends up becoming this mental, physical, it's just like a whole pyramid of bullshit. I mean, since since Adam did it, uh, a, another guy, Fergus Crawley, did it. Yeah, another guy in England. Yeah, Ferg Fergus did it, and he 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 did the age old question. He had five hundred and one pound squat, but a, a two second slower mile. So it's like, which one is more impressive at this point? And you start, uh, or a two second fast, no, two second slower mile and a five hundred one pound squat, and then you start getting in these really weird sort of, you know, is the one pound more impressive or the two seconds more impressive? I, I, either way, I think, I think it's, it's still a ridiculous accomplishment. I just think getting in the club is pretty, pretty gnarly. You know, the next thing that I really want to try to do is do a sub six 2K because I don't know anybody in the CrossFit fitness realm who can do it. The closest I ever got was a 607. I want to bench 315 twice and do a sub six 2K. And nobody's done that. Like I know a lot of CrossFitters that can go sub five in a mile and are close on that 500 pound back squat, but not even anybody brushes up against that sub six. That's pretty sick. That is but pretty sick. I think that's what's going to end up happening right now, especially because it's like YouTube dominance and, and nothing to really compete in. Everyone's just going for these absurd challenges. Like tomorrow I'm meeting up with this kid, Devin Levesque. He's this really popular internet trainer and popular trainer in New York city, entrepreneur kid. He's trying to bear crawl a marathon in November. Fuck that noise, dude. Are you kidding me? Truthfully, I don't think it's really physically possible unless you stretch it out. It's going to take him over a day. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be doing it for like 30 hours. I know. I know. So if, if he like stops significant periods of time, I guess, I mean, he's going to, if he does it, that's incredible. I don't think he can do it in under a day. I want him to do it. At first, I was like, you're so stupid, dude. That's the lamest thing I've ever heard of. This is just a scheme. And now I'm obsessed. I'm like, if you do do this, this is kind of like the Alex Honnold thing, climbing up that wall. It's just like an insane feat of endurance. Just yeah, like, oh, my gosh. His entire body is going – he might die. Like, yeah. legitimately, he's going to ruin his entire body. Yeah. I've been tr- I tried to give him some training advice in the beginning and I don't know if like he didn't believe me or if he just didn't want to listen. But from what I understand the way he's training, I think it's just a little off. Like he's just bear crawling a lot and that's okay. 
but I, I, I'm a strong believer if like you can't cover 26 miles on your feet very well, then there's no way you can cover 26 miles on your hands. Like you just need to get sick level of endurance because mm -hmm. the amount of just like conditioning you need to be able to sustain lactic acid and muscle tension for that long, it's going to fucking kill them. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to crawl tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. for three miles of the beach. And let, uh, let me tell you, I never bear crawl. So you I'm are going to be destroyed, dude. That I'm not a pussy. That's what, that's the only thing I've got in my back pocket. He's like, Hey, what'd you bring today? I was like, this not a pussy card. And I'm going to put it right down on the ground and I'm just going to start marching. I brought my, my candle, my letter opening knife and my rock hard ego. <laughs> <laughs> this impervious ego. <laughs> Okay, so you also speaking of throwing down challenges and uh, and and that rock hard Hold ego. On. Before you break into that, I thought you wanted to talk about my Instagram post today that lost me a thousand followers. That's that's lost you a thousand followers. I wanted to talk about the one that lost you a thousand dollars. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Hold on a second. Now we have wait, 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 wait. What did you post that lost you a thousand? Now I have to find it. What did you do? Just go on Instagram real quick and look at my most recent post. Right. It's provocative, but I thought it was funny. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it full dick root? Uh, naked hunter. I saw that. Did I not like that? You should root, right now. Is it the one in you where you're in the shower? Yeah, I know the exact like, photo. Yeah, yeah. Please like, follow, oh, yeah. comment, and like, follow, comment. There it is. There you go. Liked. There you go. Support your boy. Now all you gotta do is just comment and say my truest hero. <laughs> <laughs> your caption is great, by the way. Have you ever been so dirty that you need to shower with your jeans on? <laughs> People don't know that you used to do this weird modeling thing. Not weird, but you know, it's a little weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> But I just thought it was funny because like, I was just trying to advertise the training program I have, which I'm excited about. And dude, if you look at almost any girl's profile on Instagram, like 90% of girls that have gone to the CrossFit Games, it's softcore porn. It is. I'm not know. even going to try to dumb this down. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. It's, it's as close to porn as it gets. And I, they get like a million likes and everybody's like so inspired, love what you're doing. I post a shower thing. Everybody's like, you homo. You, you lost, you lost followers to that. I would have thought you'd actually see a peak of followers because. Oh, no, 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 dude. I am climbing up to a thousand losses. That's crazy because one of my favorite games is to go onto uh fit chick uh, Instagrams. And to, to look at the like count difference between posts that include their, uh, you know, their derriere, if you would, and posts yeah. that don't include, it's like, hey, I'm standing, the best part is if you do like comparison between like posts with their boyfriend and posts without their boyfriends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's <Right>. like, <laughs> and then, I know some of these girls throughout the years, now it's just down to the point where there's no boyfriend in their posts. Yeah, they, they're yeah. smart. They know how to play the game. It's like, oh, look, I'm just doing some toes to bar. No big deal. This is just me yeah. snatching. I, I eat breakfast like this. Didn't you know? Oh, my goodness. Hi. Surprise. I didn't see you back there. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. The internet is, is a complex beast. I don't know, man. I feel like it's pretty so, simple. <laughs> I post. 
Well, not for not for from for a guy, I don't think. If it's a girl, dude, I literally so my girlfriend, her Instagram's private. If she went public, I bet you she would grow at a rate that is so much faster than I do. I'm a world famous athlete, been on magazine covers, on TV all the time. If I literally let my girlfriend go public right now and I said, post these kind of pictures, Katie would outgrow me by like three times within one year. Yeah, the internet rewards some some behavior like that, man. It does, it does. So the other day I did a challenge for myself. I was just like, you know what? I did something fun and it was a really hard workout. I ran up that sand dune. I was like, I'm just going to see what kind of interaction because I see these Logan Paul kids are like, I'm going to come fight me for $10,000 and everyone on the internet goes nuts. Yeah. So I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a bet that no one can come do this sand dune for $1,000. $1,000 to me is not a lot. It's a chunk. It's not a lot. So I want to go Hold on. Your internet. Hunter, your internet is cutting out, buddy. Do you have a good connection? You okay? You still there? Am I good now? It's a little bit better. You actually still right here. Yeah, yeah. You look, you look, you look fuzzy. So you look like a character from Chernobyl. (laughs) What? I'm just gonna try to close everything and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. Sorry, you cut out when you were talking about what I'm assuming is how little a thousand dollars means to you. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, but you know what I'm trying to say. It was the kind of thing where I put this risk up there because I was like, this is what's winning the internet these days. I'm just going to see what happens. So I made this post, put down a $1,000 bet. I got 35,000 views and 500 comments. I was like, whoa, I won the internet for the day. I lost the $1,000 the next day. I learned my fucking lesson. Don't play at the casino unless you're you know, not scared about losing cash. Sure. I mean, and- you basically spent $1,000 to promote your post. It did. I did. I was like, I think mine was actually more effective because I think when you, I've paid Instagram and Facebook for a lot of posts and it doesn't do anything. people. I mean, unless you just dump in so much money where you're like that infomercial that you see every freaking t- change of the channel. You know who crushes that game? Uh, Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Fisher yeah. crushes that game. Dude, He's so good I, at that. I just want people to know right now, and I'm sure he would be honest about this. I was like, you guys can train as hard as you want to go to CrossFit games and maybe have some success, or you can take a page out of Ryan's book and pursue your fitness career and actually have like a, like a linear and successive direction towards maybe having a successful career. Cause right now there's probably five people in the CrossFit industry that make a living doing it and on each side male and female and then everybody else is fighting like dogs to get there and if they don't make it it's a hard year yeah yeah and fisher's put it together like life-changing money yes ryan is doing so great i hang out with him all the time we love going for these crazy bike rides and we just talk about business half the time because he actually is a business savvy person like i just love talking about ways to kind of just like, hey, like, I've got this idea. How would you approach it? And he's like, well, I'm about to do this. And I was like, well, I would do that if you were going to do this. And we just, we'll ride bike for five hours and it will fly by. And the guy's freaking brilliant. I'm not going to lie. Love his do they work make, ethic. Do they make bikes his size? Does he have to ride a kid's bike? Yeah. Like a, just an extra <laughs> reinforced child bike? They reinforce the yeah. frame because he's so muscular. that it, Dude, the other day I was riding my bike and I was pedaling so hard, I snapped the pedal off. Swear to God. That 
what do you have it in your bedroom somewhere is that what you're looking for <laughs> yes if my backpack was here i could show you the broken um i could show you the broken pedal that's did you break off like you snapped off the crank arm or the pedal itself so you know shimano pedal it basically like you stick your toe in and it snaps into the back and the back yeah. will kind of lever down to allow you in and out and it's held in with screws but also springs i literally broke the hard plastic because it's not made of metal it broke the hard plastic in the back. I don't know how. Uh, I mean, I do know how because I'm a freaking beast. But at the same time, should I call Shimano, ask for my money back, or should I ask for a bonus check for being such a beast? I think you should ask for a bonus check. But your pedal broke. Where's my 10K bonus? <laughs> uh, okay, dude. So tell, tell me... Tell me about, we've, we've kind of brushed up against this topic a bunch in the past, like, I don't know how long we've been talking, but, you know, we've talked about people being stuck inside, there not being any money in sports. We talked about doing crazy internet challenges. You're like, you're, you're just, you're, you're, you're like tangentially related to like what you want to talk about here. So tell me it's what you called, want to talk about. It's called foreplay. You can't just focus what's all about in between the legs. That's you right. Need to, you got to work from the top down and go back up again. And then you go for what you're getting after. Sometimes you got to tickle behind the knees. Sometimes behind you got to like knees. shove a finger into the armpit. <laughs> Blow on a little bit. Like just, you know, so <laughs> basically at this point, um, I, yeah, I, I think I've caught your guys interest and I peaked so many brilliant thoughts in your guys' brains. You're probably listening. You're like, gosh, like I'm so inspired to do something by this conversation. Like, oh my Boom, God. Yeah, I'm, and now I'm reeling. I'm so turned on and inspired right now. <laughs> so the hook's in, and your boy's now, I'm on one of those, like, big, like, sports boats. I just pulled it out of the thing, and I stuck it into my seat holster, and now I'm reeling back. So this is pretty exciting, guys. I've got you right where I want you. Um, no, all jokes aside, I'm actually pretty serious about this. I can show you the receipt. I just, cat, I just took $30,000 out of my bank account and put it straight into the the LLC for this business today. So take yeah. things very seriously. Hell yeah. um, this is a family funded business. Uh, basically my first sponsor in the sport, which was my brother. Uh, he helped, he helped split the funding with me. And uh, we basically understood that, you know, you guys probably don't know the insides of what's going on in OCR as well as I do, but you do probably a lot of, you know, what's going on with CrossFit. Basically everything has been canceled since probably like mm, April there hasn't been a major event and you know, that's pretty heartbreaking, especially, you know, for the athletes and also the consumers who just love to follow this stuff and get inspired by it. And then the whole OCR community, there hasn't been a race since February. And we just got about a month and a half ago, an email, like I was getting ready for another race and then all of a sudden it got canceled. So I've literally been getting races for all year long and they keep on getting canceled and they keep on pushing them back. And I was supposed to go to, you know, Amsterdam for High Rocks World Championships in October. It got pu pushed back again until December in Hamburg. So, like, everything's getting pushed back. The CrossFit Open just got pushed back. Like, there's nothing left. And, you know, for me, I'm the kind of person where this is my entire career. I've spent the last nine years of my life completely designing my year around certain events. And, like, I dedicate my whole life to it. I get sponsors to surround me and support me for it. I get my family to come visit for these big races. Everybody's involved, my coaches, my friends, my family, my businesses. And, you know, I went from having like a very opportunistic, successful year down to having one sponsor left. Everybody dropped me. Every event got canceled. 
and I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this. If you guys are high level athletes, you're probably in a similar boat and you're probably posting butt pictures online like me trying to find attention and validation in the world. Uh, so <laughs> that was brutally honest. That was, and now, and now after being so turned on and inspired, people are feeling introspective. That's, that was, yeah. that was beautiful. That was well done. So basically I said to myself, I can change this. I have enough resources. I have enough connections. I've worked my ass off for years. And I, I have just like, I basically could get the entire community to come together for one event that's going to give money back to the community and give a purpose back to the athletes for a whole, for the, like the end of the year. Like right now, there's no even guarantee what's going to happen in 2021. So I took my raw understanding of how CrossFit works and does the CrossFit open. And I realized how successful it was. Like in 2019, they had 38,000, 358,000, sorry, that took a second to do that math in my head. 358,000 participants in 2019. That's insane to think globally that that many people are participating in something. So if a sport like that can have that kind of success, then our sport can have similar success because it's global, it's continuous, it's over 10 years old. There's multiple businesses worth over a hundred million dollars right now in the sport that are giving opportunities for athletes around the world to compete. So I'm thinking if all of those resources have been taken away, what like I could basically slide in right now and create something that's going to change that. So we basically are creating a virtual competition similar to the CrossFit open and the way that it's four weeks, four workouts, but the way that we're going to bear, uh, you know, distance ourselves from what a CrossFitter would traditionally experience is like an obstacle course racing or endurance. Like you really need to test endurance CrossFit every single year. We have like longer wads and that's understandable. Like, you know, we don't, they don't need to test pure running capabilities, even though that is a facet of fitness for us. We decided that that's like a really big thing that we're going to approach. So out of the four workouts, we're going to have two of them that are, strictly running and we made a partnership with Strava which I'm sure you know well uh -huh. and they're going to be our our you know our GPS partner for this whole event and it's going to have all analytics run through them we're going to have a whole group that they verify we're going to have a whole judging team that's going to be supervising the whole thing so over these two events um you know someone like you can sign in and let's say it's a 5k time trial or three three mile time trial is the best way to put it uh you basically just press start you run the three miles as fast as you can, you press save, then you just send the link to competition corner and then boom, you're done. And you know, then the other two workouts are gonna be in gym workouts, but I want everyone to listen, like this isn't barbells and muscle up, ring muscle ups and walking on your hands. This is like, if you can imagine what it would take to be as fit as possible in the world of endurance, the strength training and conditioning that you would need inside the gym to transfer over to have success in a race, it's just like that. So no heavy weights, no extremely um, like, you know, dynamic level of gymnastics. It's just raw grits, grip strength, conditioning, endurance, a little bit of athleticism, agility, and you know, you're starting. That's dope, dude. So the idea is basically to create something like inspired by the open model, like, you know, uh, multiple weeks, a workout a week, le open leaderboards, yeah. you submit your thing. Um, are there, are there prizes each week? Is there like a, a something that's building up towards? Is there just like a big championship at the end? 
No, it's basically just like there's no championship at the end. So we don't have that opportunity. Like that's a big thing. It's like, guys, you can all do this from the safety of your own home and the convenience of your own home. And there is no, there's not going to be any championship. There's going to be four events. There's going to be an overall event winner and there's going to be workout winners as well. So in those things, you know, we've already created like a initial cash prize, like tier one, if we get up between zero and 7,000 athletes, basically we are going to give away uh, $30,000. As soon as we hit 7,000 athletes, we give away $70,000. As soon as we hit 10,000 athletes, we give away 120. As soon as we hit 20,000 athletes, we give away 240,000. So Damn, you know, a, big part, a, big, a big part of this thing is basically crowdfunding and crowdsourcing. You know, I'm basically reaching out to all these media resources such as yourself. I'm reaching out to all the athletes. I'm reaching out to all the, the groups and clubs. And I'm basically, you know, saying, guys, like, if you have participated in obstacle course racing or any kind of sport endeavor and you understand what's going on in the world right now and you want us to come together, be bigger and better this year so we can be stronger and prepared for next year, I'm asking you guys to come together and participate or support by donating um, and, you know, just signing up. And our goal is to get as many athletes participating as possible because we do want people competing again. You know, it's, it's not just the athlete on that one day. We're talking about the athlete, the gyms that support them, the coaches that train them. Like the entire industry, if you understand this, is starting to fall apart. Like CrossFits around the world are shutting down. And it's not just CrossFit gyms, it's regular gyms. And the coaches that work inside there are losing their jobs. So like, I want these communities to be able to have something to work for again. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I put my end of the money up front so far and we put as much money as we could in basically to get this company started and give the initial cash prize. And then it's upon the community to come together and sign up support and have something fun to do so that we can potentially grow this thing to be, you know, something incredible that's going to change the industry forever. So um, <clears throat> when, uh, when does it start? How do people sign up? So we're probably going to, we had it pegged to September 2nd signup dates. So I'm probably going to release it to be honest on Monday where you can sign up. Um, and November 2nd is going to be the start event date. So you have two months to get ready for this thing. I'm, I'm letting everybody know now. And basically by the time this thing comes out, you'll probably listen to this and you'll have like, you know, six, six weeks at least to get ready for this thing. And, you know, there's limited, there's very limited equipment, but I want everyone to have a huge amount of time to secure this stuff. You need two 50 pound dumbbells for men, two 35 pound dumbbells for women, a 24 inch box with the dimensions that you'd see in a CrossFit gym. Like the box can't be six inches wide and 24 inches high. Like <laughs> I'm going to share the dimensions. Please do not try to cheat the system. If you just want to participate and have fun, use whatever equipment you want. But if you're going to try to contend have the right equipment and you have to have a pull-up bar that is bolted into something because it is, uh, I have it all in the waivers guys. It is far too unsafe to try to do one of these $19 pull-up bars in the door for these workouts, by the way. And then last but not least, you're going to need to have a lane that's at least like, you know, you're going to have to have like the five foot cones like you see during the CrossFit open. We need to see distance measured, see distance traveled. And then the only other part of the partnership is you have to download Strava, which is completely free cost you nothing and it's a fun app to use what's this thing called it's called ocr stars ocr stars There's a little no big there. deal what what type of what type of uh, response have people given you hugely successful like everybody is coming together i've been called by a lot of gyms 
they're contacting me and saying, dude, can, we want to sign up our gym. I've got my whole community around it. Uh, pro athletes have contacted me and dude said, so thank you so much for giving something back to the community. Like we just want something to do. Um, I'm sure like people like Spartan race are going to try to like, you know, basically shit on me. Uh, but you know, here's the reality. We're, we're not really competition cause we're not physical, like a physical body event, but certainly we're going to pull dollars out of their pocket if they don't try to, you know, increase the experience for athletes, which I don't think they have been doing. And that's why I came up with this idea. Cause if they had done it first, I probably would have participated in what they had to offer. So, you know, my experience has nothing to do with competing with anybody else. I'm just like, you know, solely creating this thing so that people have something to do, including myself. Like I'm fully energized by the opportunity to sit down every single day, starting at 5.00 AM, writing lists of people I need to contact, designing workouts, um, bringing in sponsors. Like another big part of this thing that I didn't mention is like, the age group athletes. Um, those are really the people that pay for all events around the world to be run. It's not the pros that are winning it. It's people like you who signed up for that triathlon, spent the money, bought the bike, got the shoes, got the swim cap, paid for the gym membership, probably contacted a coach and paid for their resources. Correct. Like you guys are the people that are putting money back into the community. So this sport can actually grow and be a business for anybody who's putting these things on. So that being said, we made a partnership with OCR World Championships, one of the big championships, and we are going to qualify 440 athletes, both pros and age groupers, into a, um, an actual event in 2021, Dope. which is awesome. Um, and then a big reason why I was talking about the sponsorships to begin with is we're giving these great deals where we're telling companies, like I talked to BPN the other day, like... I would like all these pros to feel like, like all these age groupers to feel like a pro for the day. Like if they place well, I want them to go to their mailbox at the end of this thing and have a free pair of shoes, a jug of protein, um, a new smartwatch, you know, all the cool shit. So you feel like you're validated by the hard work that you put in. So, you know, it's all coming full circle. and We've got a lot of cool things going on. I dig it, dude. That sounds dope. Speaking of, of, um, you know, I, I, I like seeing, I like seeing this sort of from the bottom up experience of, uh, an athlete coming in and being like, Hey, you know what you, you, uh, in endemic, uh, organizations that we've all been playing your, your game this entire time. Well, you are failing us in this time of our need, you know, let's try and put something together to actually help, um, and create, you know, a, a competitive endeavor for everyone to, to participate in and maybe win some money in as well. I think, I think that's cool. I mean, just from a competition, like a business competition standpoint, I think that's cool because at the very least, like you said, it's going to wake up organizations like, you know, Spartan or whatever to, to see, Hey, you know, maybe we can or should try to put something like this on to, you know, help out or, or just serve this part of the community. Yeah. I did. I really think at the end of this thing, it's going to put that power back in our hands. Cause I think about it for years. I've worked with these companies and you know what they're, they're doing their best to run things, but from a pro standpoint and an athlete standpoint, who aren't even pros. Like sometimes the experience is not, it, it, it doesn't feel as good as like we wish it could be. Cause I started in this thing at the very beginning and the very beginning things used to be very different. Now it's gone such a cookie cutter approach to squeeze out as much money as possible and give as little back as possible into the environments of athletes, whether it be the pros or the people who are just in the open divisions. 
and I'm not going to lie to you, like it's put a bad taste in my mouth and I would love nothing more than be able to reset everything and be able to bring a new standard because I would love for athletes to be paid better. I would love for age groupers to be supported better. I would love for the events to feel like they're, they're growing and changing with the sport rather than becoming minimized just to be more cost effective for the sport. It's like by my standard, I lost love with Spartan Race a handful of years ago and even Tough Mudder because like Tough Mudder bankrupted themselves a couple of years ago because they tried to take one venue that was very successful and then turn it into 10 different events on one venue. Do like the 5K, the 5-miler, the 10-miler, the half marathon, the dog run, the fun run, the children's run. And that all was being put on in one event. It started as one event. And then they just kept on tacking things on to keep on trying to get more and more participants on. And dude, I basically was going there like near the their end of its like whole life. And it almost looked like cardboard boxes that people were jumping over. And like they, they had just completely diluted what they had originally created. And, you know, I know this is a little bit of a tangent off of where we started with this thing, but if this can re-energize some of the companies to have, a little bit more integrity and work a little bit harder for the experience of the athletes. I think it would make the sport so much better. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to take too hard of a left here, but I'm very curious why you haven't, uh, you haven't shown up on like Titan games or something, dude, what the hell is going dude, on? It's such bullshit. You guys want to know the ins and outs of this thing? Oh, I'll out everybody. I don't give a shit. <laughs> basically i know the casting producer like the head casting producer and i contacted him i was like he originally contacted me for season one he was like dude you need to do this and i'm not gonna lie i turned it down because i was like dude these shows you guys are putting on are such hocus pocus i can't get involved like you know remember tk i don't know if you saw this but kevin hart put on a show called tko where it's like it was like you get covered in slime and like run through machines and shit and like people all point and laugh at you and i was like I'm a professional fucking athlete. I'm not going to get caught up in that trade. So I turned it down and then it ended up being pretty cool. And I, I went to the filming of it and I was like, these guys are chumps. I could literally fight all five of them at the same time with a hand tied behind my back and destroy them. And they're, in, they're like, they're like red leotards. And they're like, my name's Timmy and I'm ready to win the Titan games. I was like, Timmy, I will kill you. I was like, I will end you and your understanding of what you are on this planet. And I called the casting producer because I know that they were casting again. I was like, yo, I'm ready. Let's do this thing. And he's like, all right, I'll do my best. And he's like, I would love to have you on the show. And we're friends. And I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not going to say your name, but you fucked me on this one. <laughs> and he basically told me, he's like, hey, man, they can't take you. You're too much of a pro athlete for this. Like, they don't want any professionals coming in. So, yeah, they took Matt Chan, who I guess is not that big of a name anymore and hasn't won anything technically. And they took Danny Spiegel, who's not like the best crosser in the wor world and hasn't won anything like major technically. And they, they said that they were amateur athletes and yeah, put that them is in. So much, that is so much bullshit. These like poor, like, you know, mom and dad CrossFitters who are just like, basic, that's basically what they are. They're just like mom and dad exercisers going up against Matt Chan and Danny Spiegel in these, in these events. It makes no sense. And uh, why, why, so why couldn't they add you as one of like the Titans as one of like the pros? Isn't that how it works? It's like pros versus. 
I don't know. And I contacted him. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, man, I know. Like, I don't know what happened. I was like, I will split Matt Chan in half. I was like, I'll fight the rock and Matt Chan at the same time. I was like, I'll destroy them. I was like, give me that stupid rock with a chain and I'll fucking crush them. I was so upset. I was like, you have to be kidding me. Yeah. Like, you, this is- you belong on the pro side, dude. Forget being the amateur. You belong on the pro side. No one would beat you. You, you uh, listen, you're, you're the reigning, you're the reigning, defending, undefeated reality TV fitness, not even reality TV, uh, uh, t- television fitness competition champion. Until somebody can prove that wrong, you should have like right of first refusal on every fitness competition that shows up on the internet. I know it sucks. So I think the only other thing that may have held me back is I did million dollar mile two years ago. And if you, if you work with another network, it doesn't matter if contractually you are no longer obligated to them. You just have like the, like the black spot on you, like, you know, from treasure uh, Island. They're just like, that's, but like, that's you're what un- it is. That's you're what untouchable. it is. It's, it's uh, internet work jealousy. They just don't, they don't want to play that game. It's so silly, man. Like, if I was a TV producer and I saw this, I'd be like, yes, I just want the best people for this television show. That's it. I don't understand how TV networks don't get that these days. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can cross promote as much as you want as long as you get viewers. Because I need to be honest with you guys. I'll sit down with any major producer right now and I'll say, hey, guys, you're going to be freaking dead like the dinosaurs in five years because Netflix and iPhones and like, and, and TikTok. And like, you know, Instagram TV, YouTube, I was like, goodbye. That's how, that's how um, Broken Skull ended up disappearing. Yeah. It was a very successful show, but it was too costly for the network to hold up against Friday Night Tykes, which was about like small children f- playing football against each other in Texas. Which, by the way, why hasn't Broken Skull Ranch been like picked up by another, like, you, you know, Netflix should just buy Broken Skull Ranch the way they did with like other TV shows and put it onto their, their network. I also have learned enough about television at this point that people who are near the top and own shares and things don't necessarily all play nice in the sandbox with each other. And there's probably people disputing what it should be sold for and what it should, like how the intellectual property should be used at this point on. I bet you Steve Austin, if you called him right now and said, Hey man, I got $5 in a, in like a, dirt parking lot behind my house do you want to start broken skull ranch again he'd be like hell yeah i'll get my car around there he just like charged he would charge the opportunity but i guarantee there's producers and stuff that are just just ruining the chance of it happening again because dude your boy is living up on top of a hot mountain right now training every single day waiting for the phone call yeah you are hot mountain that's the that's the name of the calendar you're going to be releasing with all these shower photos. <laughs> hot Mountain featuring Internet Entire. HM Hot Mountain. Lie. If it sells, if it sells, you can see it on my website. That's it. Hot Mountain. That's perfect. I, I'm not. I, I'm not above anything, dude. I'm a man of the people. I'm I'm pretty much the sweetest guy on the internet. I've got there's no smoke and mirrors there. It's just Hunter having a good time. Like, it doesn't bother me at all that I lost a thousand followers today. It makes me laugh because what's the idea of a thousand followers? Like, I don't know any of these people. But if I'm laughing, which I am with you right now, I'm winning. I saw that picture and I was like, classic. Love it. Yeah, yeah. 
good times. Good times. Um, oh, dude. All right. Well, yeah. dude, I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate you coming on and talking some shit with me as well as telling us about OCR stars. What's the website for that? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's going to be the greatest. Um, yeah. If you guys want to connect at all, here's the thing. You can go to competition corner starting next week and you can sign up. You can go to our website, OCRstars.com. You can go, you can hit me up on, uh, Instagram, you know, Hunter McIntyre, you can go to OCR stars official on Instagram. There's like, it's impossible to not be able to find this thing. If you know the name. And at that point, like, here's the thing. If you guys love competing, this is an awesome opportunity. You don't need a lot of equipment. All you need is just hard work ethic. And if you don't want to work out at all and you just want to support and you know that this money is going to go in the hands of the athletes and the opportunity to help you know, basically expand and continue this sport into next year, we'd appreciate the support. And anybody who's listening to this who's a potential sponsor, we'd love to give back to the athletes as much as possible. Our whole goal is to basically funnel this towards people who have been funding and working hard for this sport for years and give back to everybody that we can. So thank you again for your time. And uh, hopefully I'll be posting some hot summer posters pretty soon.